I'm a card-carrying misfit, and I'm here for the other misfits in the room, because I'm never the only one. Yo. What up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Bad Chick Misfit, the podcast. I am Shatara Sade. I am Jill LaVille. What's up, man? Episode 21. We out here. 21. We drinking this shit? finally legal yeah finally obviously um first off let's get into some church announcements this show is sponsored by our wonderful listener um owner of stay scheming i got on my stay scheming shirt right now bro you got yours on no i'm wearing it uh when i can actually look like something but thank you so much for the shirts (laughs) yeah, <laughs> when you can actually look like say, I went to take a picture of my shirt. And I was right. like, I can't take a picture right now, bitch, because I got a pimple. I was like, I'm trying to be firefighter summer, but she understands. Um, you can find your stay scheming shirts at um 1092 on Instagram. 1092. So 10 is spelled out, so it's at T E N 90, the word two T W O. So find your stay scheming mm-hmm. shirts, shop with her. She's wonderful, she's amazing, super fan. We love you. Yeah. Okay, so next up, one more church announcement. So you guys know the Patreon is launched now and you are able to go and subscribe and get additional content. Jill uploaded um her video of the sex toys <laughs> last week where she thought it was a good idea to put her whole hand inside of um what is it called? What is it thing called? It's called a, a hand jive. And I kept calling it a hand job. <laughs> And then Makita corrected me, and I was like, "That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense." Hand jive, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't like. Okay, it. yeah, put her whole hand in it though. Yeah, that was her demonstrating how yeah. the product worked. Anyway, that's available on mm-hmm. our Patreon. Of course, we have three different levels: two dollar level, four dollar level, and a five dollar level. So, if you would like to offer assistance to the show and show that you are a true bad chick misfit, go ahead and hit us up on the Patreon and subscribe at www patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash bad chick misfit podcast yes what you doing nigga? let's make some money um <laughs> i'm like let's make some money <laughs> so um i feel like episode 21 i was telling uh somebody i have a, we have a new listener uh hey. they should be listening hey, soon boo. but i sent somebody the link is it they just a misfit? Is it like one of your new listeners? Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Not hey, booty. Hey, misfit. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, Jill be Jill be making her hoes listen to. I'm sorry, I don't mean to call your hoes. Hey, they know that name. Jill be making her man friends listen to. <laughs> listen to the show. You gonna talk about me? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all see what do you do that's interesting y'all say no. that I'm the fuck nigga but anyway <laughs> are you ready for the best time of the show um the uh, bad chick of the week the topic um that we kind of skip pretty quick to the topic question of the week and it's already the end of the show <laughs> wait wait Hey, <laughs> bruh, you were giggling so hard over there. 
But you know how I want to commemorate you having music? <laughs> you better fucking not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tasha. She literally was not thinking about the air horn until your ass said something last fucking week. I had her forget about the air horn, but you had to put it on fucking Instagram about Gio and his Jamaican air horn. Nobody fucking likes it but you. Nobody. Jesus. Everybody likes it. I was enjoying my music, and there you go. Anyway, it's time for the game. Mm. What you what you got up your sleeve this week besides music <laughs> <Hey>. and shit? <laughs> I thought I did a good job. You ain't like that, man. When I tell you, I almost see this is the thing, y'all. So whenever, whenever I'm about to choke or whenever I choke on the show, <laughs> it's because she didn't do some shit that just completely <laughs> caught me by surprise, and I just. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure I come with the weekly oh, fuck shit to brighten up you guys' day. <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah. That music, that music was lit. I'm going to have a dance Bruh, for you I was next over week. here like dancing to the sound like, hey, hey. Kill him yeah. with the shoulders. Doing the Carlton and shit. <laughs> right, good player. All right, all right, all right. Now, straight to it, John. We're doing a combo game this week. Um, yeah, I seem to like all of our silly games that we play every week. So this is a combo. So first up, a little question of smash and pass. Would you smash or pass the guy, Daniel from Insecure? I don't know his real name, but that chocolate drop from Insecure. Mm-hmm. Not Jay Ellis, but not the dude that paid Lawrence, but the dude that plays Daniel. Mm-hmm. Smash or fucking pass? Um... I think I would smash only because you think how the fuck you gonna think about that bro he kind of looked like a little monkey a little bit <laughs> oh no you didn't no you didn't he do, <laughs> he do. that's all I was like I think like he has a lot of sex appeal but he do look a little monkeyish like a lot well he well he could monkey hump me because that sucker is amazing yeah I would he's, definitely he's not really yeah no questions I'm smashing <laughs> No question. I'm smashing a couple times. I might have to go back for seconds. Ooh, no question. Freaky deaky. You tripping. Can he do the stepdaddy? Damn right. <laughs> Hit him with the stepdaddy. <laughs> I hate you, bro. All right. Next question. One must go. This is the summer anthems. Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, or the City Girls? Oh, Megan Thee Stallion. She gotta go? Wait, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, no. Um, Cardi gotta go. Oh, okay. I was like, why would you put me Megan Thee Stallion? Mm-mm. You already know. She got, she's staying. I listened to her album today while I was working out, and I was like, okay. All right. Yes. All right. Had me killing. I was like, oh, oh, weak-ass bitch. Weak-ass bitch. Oh, man. I was jamming. Um, of course, yeah, Cardi gotta go because y'all know I love the city girls. Let me tell you about this lady from mm-hmm. around my hood. Kept trying to bitch like my pussy ain't good. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. I hate when people talk like we talked about this before, but I really hate how people hate on like the city girls and shit. Like for the first time in a long time, a lot of women rappers are out. Yes. And they're killing this shit, dog. Killing like killing it. Loving it right now. Um, next up, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Rapper AZ, you mentioned last week. Uh, Coach K. <laughs> ah! 
or Dion Sanders. Well, we're gonna kill Dion. Well, damn. Um, I'm a fuck AZ and I'm marry Coach K. Well, that was quick. I thought you. I thought like you would put more passion into it and think about it, but I guess no. I already have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, she literally like tags me in Coach K's pictures because she's so in love with this old ass ball nigga with this gray ass bird. But oh shit! But what else? Mm. I don't know why. But what else? I said, girl, go get my baby and see we get some money. Um, mm. if you had a time machine, would you go in the future or the past? Definitely the past. Why? Like, and we, y'all know. This is my road dog. So we've had plenty of conversations where, like, I've told you I don't regret a lot of shit. I probably just would have um, done things a little differently. So, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I, but see, only only reason I would go in the past is because I would go and buy a whole bunch of, like, Apple stock or Amazon stock and then Nigga. come back. You know what I'm saying? I want to go and get rich. Um. Last question of our wonderful game. What is a good? This is one card from Black Card Revolt. So as y'all can see, this is all of our games combined. Uh, what is a good reason for not answering the phone? A. It's a bill collector. B. It's your ex with some BS. C. The phone is cut off. Or D. It's somebody asking for money. Oh shit. <laughs> D. Girl, right. <laughs> Well, you know what? I would say B if it's my ex calling for some BS. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I really don't. Yeah, I was thinking a bill collector, but I haven't. Luckily, I've been pretty good about my shit. Um, the other day, somebody called, and I know I know I paid them, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, look, uh, fuck y'all, won't they was <laughs> they was trying to offer me more services? I'm like, see, this is what happened when you pay your bills on time. It's some bullshit. <laughs> Not they called you like fuck y'all won't, <laughs> man." All right. And I was asleep. <laughs> so, so yeah. that was a wonderful game. We had fun. Short and I like the combination. You know. Spice it up a little bit. I do it again. <laughs> Bitch. You, you should see this new that. dance I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Rob over here with a body roll and everything, bro. Killing it. Killing it. All right. So next up is the bad chick of the week. Bad chick of the week is Megan the Stallion. Um, y'all, yeah. I think y'all should go listen to it. It's real uh borderline ratchet. And no, it's not. It's just ratchet. I'm sorry. It's ratchet. But it's Man. fun. It's a good time. And it's the album of the summer because we gonna be on some ratchet shit. Fuck these niggas, get money. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Jill gonna hit you with the shits. So, misfits get a little close. Yeah, when I tell y'all to get close, you know I'm about to tell y'all some of my business. <laughs> so, why the fuck did a motherfucker try to infiltrate a married motherfucker? As many times as I was telling this person, no, leave me alone, buzz off, get on somewhere. They was in my face. So let me give you the, the scenario. So I used to know this person. We used to deal with each other. Um, not romantically or anything. We just walk on the scene together, right? 
And so I seen him out and I was like really genuinely happy to see him because I hadn't seen him. And you know how it is like back in the day, I used to work in the clubs. So it was like some of those people kind of, you know, we, everybody got older and we weren't like, you know, out as much anymore. And it really ain't a lot of places to go in St. Louis. So I hadn't seen him and I was like, oh, you know, genuinely happy to see him. So he was like, yeah, keep in touch, you know. So we exchanged numbers and... uh, I found out he was married. Not only was he married, is he married? He still lives with his wife. And I'm like, that's not okay. And just to give y'all a little bit, um, some of y'all are new to me, but I don't, I don't date taken men. I don't date men um, that live with other women. Like that's just never been my thing. Like I'm not really understanding to those, you know, to those circumstances. Cause I'm, as y'all know, I'm not a cheater. I'm a lever. So <laughs> I, I'm just like, if you're not happy, go, you know? And so it was countless times. First of all, this nigga has a, another woman in the mix that he was dating for nine, that he's been dating for nine fucking years. Niggas ain't shit but hoes and tricks. And so, you know, I, I decided to share this with you guys because I'm not I'm not judgy. If that's your thing, if you date married motherfuckers, cool. But one thing that me and Big Shaco, we talked about, it wasn't going to be the wife that was going to have a problem with me being the third in the harem. It was going to be this nine-year bitch. Because when you think about it, she's had her position. Like, she's been the constant. Like, She's always been that person that's been there. And for you to try to throw somebody else in this shit, nigga, you need your ass whooped. But see, okay, my point was, I think both of them will have a problem with it. And here's the thing. I mean, yeah, uh, of course, yeah. My biggest issue for Jill was legit safety. Because, one, I watched Snapped all the motherfucking time. But, (laughs) two, it's just like... Sad boy, that should tell y'all a lot about Hulk and Shaco. Go ahead, friend. I mean, my niggas know. Try me if you want to. You're going to come up missing real quick. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Love me. <laughs> but it's just like, he was so like manipulative, y'all. And it was just like, mm-hmm. it was so crazy to me that he couldn't see how selfish he was being by trying to bring Jill, a third person, into his fucking circus that he already has going on. And he just looking at her like, this is a great invitation for you. Like, why not come enjoy my fuckery? And it's, it's, I'm happy that Jill shared that because that's part of the topic that we're talking about today because it is like some straight, I don't know if it's because of social media or because people like to put their business out there, but it's like fuckboy mania. And it's like the questions that y'all write mm. in and the stuff that y'all tell us, it's like some of the stuff we don't always put on the show because it, I try to tailor the question to the common third of what we're talking about on the show. But it's like this show, we have to address mm-hmm. what a fuckboy is and how to fucking deal with them because these niggas are coming out the woodwork and try to make you seem like you're the crazy person. Bruh. Like, and the thing was, he told me when I finally was like, you know what? I'm not like, I have to cut communication with you because I tried to be, and I'll admit, I tried to be like a friend because we like had fun conversations, but he kept trying to pull, he kept pulling my card y'all and pulling my card, like on some, 
like not even feeling sorry for me type shit, but just on some like, I'll do this for you or I'll help you with this or I'll help you that. And but he started pulling my card on some shit like I didn't know shit. And I'm like, um, the shit that you telling me about or these books that you send in me or all of this information you trying to give me, motherfucker, I know this shit already. Yeah. Like, and it was like one time I told him like, nah, I like being a dummy. I don't read books. I don't need your book suggestion. Like you never even, I have, first of all, Shatara is more of, I'm, I'm, I'm the funny one, you know, but <laughs> Bitch, you, funny. <laughs> you, you're a fucking hot ass mess. Like, I just would like you to know that. <laughs> like, I, I cannot deal. Like, we're not going to talk. <laughs> hey, wait, hold on. I thought this is off subject, but it was something when you try to find the good in people, but people say you mean because you try to make people like hold people accountable for their actions to help them grow because you really love them. Like, it was like, people don't care about you or people don't understand you because you're an intensive curber. And then he had this angry ass curber in the picture. That was you. <laughs> it was like, they know my life. Bitch, you going to get these lessons. <laughs> Bitch, you going to get this bank account. You going to save money. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but go back to the fuck boy. But anyway, you're the funny one. And what am I? What the fuck am I? Yes. <laughs> you can say, I'm, <laughs> I'm the funny oh, one. Oh, clearly. Are you? <laughs> Damn, fuck me. But no. Right, no. But so, like, people know, like, you read, you got the life lessons and all that shit. But do y'all really think Shatara would have a dumbass friend? No, I can't. Like, I can't. like, I clearly. That's true. Like, That's true. I can't. Like, like, and I just was like, my nigga, like, I have a membership. So I, like, fucked them up. I was like, hey, so is this just on, is this audiobook on YouTube? Or, like, where can I find it? I have a membership to audiobooks like I, I pay a monthly fucking membership for audiobooks like where is this who's the author and he was like oh well, it's just on YouTube I'm not fucking reading no book off no motherfucking YouTube <laughs> but you know I hate that because like, to me that be like yeah I understand I got three brothers and I and I've dealt with these niggas before I heard these streets but when niggas can't get you with okay so this is how I walk through the situation he came out and he told Jill his whole entire situation right and the reason that he told her was because mm-hmm. niggas want to sit there and tell you everything. So on the back end, when you fall for this little shit, niggas into you books and coming to help you with little shit or acting like he can help you out with this and he can do all of this little shit. You start to fall for him because you're mm-hmm. like, damn, he's really looking out for me. You convince yourself that, well, he don't ever be with his wife. He don't really fuck with her like that. But then when it's that one night you call him and you really actually need him and he can't come because he with his motherfucking wife. That's when he played the role of you knew what this was, but now your feelings are already deep in it. Yep. And you you looking crazy, you know. And it's like you trying to figure your way out of it, but this motherfucker that already sucked you in with that little bullshit. Right. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm very um, blessed. I have a very strong family unit. Um, multiple positive male role models in my life. Um, I mean, positive enough, whatever, but, um, <laughs> don't do your family. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, they cool. Or right. My granddad's the champ. <laughs> the rest of them niggas, they are criminals. So, um, but, uh, anywho, 
I just, I feel like I don't really need you. Like men will come in and be thinking like, oh, she's a single mom and blah, blah, blah. I think I'm a whole ass single mama. Like I'd be, I'd be figuring this shit out. And like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a game and going with it. I'm still very new to this, not true to this, but what the fuck you not finna do is you not finna sit up here and try to play this shit. Like you not finna try to play me like I'm some weak ass, I'm a weak ass bitch. Right. Okay. Go on, Megan. <laughs> but no, like that's, that's what like, it grinded my fucking years. Cause I was like, you really fucking trying me. And then it got mad because like, I didn't want to spend my birthday with him. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you got a whole, you have a whole lot going on. You need to spend your birthday in the insane asylum because you crazy in the motherfucker if you think you're finna get this shit off with me. But that's how like, you know those intentions weren't true. Real. Like that'd be my thing. Like if your intentions right. were true and you were genuinely my friend, you wouldn't have cared about if you got to spend your birthday with me or not. But you felt like you did all of these things for me or you brought this to the table and you felt like you deserved the reward. Even though yeah. you got two other bitches to give it to you, a wife and already another girlfriend. So what the fuck are you talking Man. about? And then you sitting up here trying to justify like excuse me and i really as a woman i feel bad i feel bad for the wife yeah i feel bad for the person that you because he got mad because y'all know like i told you i'm i'm silly but i be honest and that's why people think i be playing but i be serious they just laugh and i'm like i call i called him i said i called him a kidnapper (laughs) and he was like (laughs) What you mean? That's not funny. I'm like, I'm not laughing. You're you've been holding two women hostage for years. And he was like, You just make it sound so raggedy. Because it is. Like I'm literally telling you what the fuck it is. You gotta free yourself. Because I've heard a lot of women be like, if he don't love me, he should just let me know. But you gotta free yourself. And that's where the confidence in you and you building your own shit makes it to where mm-hmm. you can leave those situations. That's why I always tell people, like, I understand you want to be in love and get married, and I'm all for it. But always have your own shit. Always have your own outlet. Always, mm-hmm. even if it's just a little bank account you stash money in, or even it's just you having your job and being in your shit and contributing to the household, because niggas take that shit for granted when you need them. Yeah. And, and I'm not telling you this from me just watching other people i'm telling you because this is what i've seen like i'm telling you i literally have three older brothers and i have seen this with them and i guess that what that's what makes me big on being like i have to be able to take care of myself because i know how people get and how people will mistreat you when they know you need them yeah and they'll and they'll just drag you through the mud because i'm like i had so many questions because i told y'all i this is this was new to me like and a part of me was so intrigued by not really him, but just like, how do you get this off? Like, how how do they? Because I asked him, I was like, what type of woman is this? Is this other lady? Like, I don't really like care to know her name or nothing like that. But I'm just like, what type of woman is she? Like, does she have low self esteem? Like, I just was very intrigued because if you got an ounce of anything like and like I said I don't I'm gonna put that out there I don't want to judge any woman that deals with a married man but how do you do it like I would tell Shatar like I can't I really want this man up off me and it wasn't even like a sexual thing it was more just like the conversation was cool that was it 
but I just didn't want, like, I'm just like, okay, like I can, I can have this with anybody else. I can. And this one time he asked me this last time when I was telling him like, Hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And he was like, um, I said, you need to block me. Cause uh, <laughs> y'all heard how my birthday was. Uh, yeah, I got week. an overview. It was some more fuck shit, but y'all got a part an overview. of that. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, he like got mad because I told him he couldn't come over my house. When I tell y'all, I lit into his motherfucking ass. I went off on this man so bad that the next day I called him and was like, hey, I'm sober. I still feel the same way, but I need you to come over so I can talk to you. Because I want to tell you face to face that I don't fuck with you. And so. I'm like, you know, once your ass was blocked, you're done. Kill yourself, bitch. And so, no, I want to make sure, like, I took his phone and blocked myself. Like, nah, let me, nah, give me, give me this. Block me. Like, nah. Because you already know he a slimy motherfucker. So, you would have figured out some kind of way, let me delete all this shit. So, he tells me, if it if it don't make it no worse. Y- y'all know this motherfucker told me, are you one of those women that don't like when somebody treats you good? That that I, reverse psychology. <laughs> oh, you treating good is trying to <coughs> make me your third franchise player. <laughs> nigga, nigga. Oh, he loves me. He just gonna make me number three. Mm. Nigga. He let me know. When and I, I got a whole ass baby. <laughs> like I got a whole ass kid. But you know, and this is this is just to show y'all that even when you out here living your best life. Not giving a fuck about these niggas. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. <laughs> they still gonna manage to try to be in your mix. Like, yeah, so so when we decided we was talking about loyalty, fuck niggas, all that good shit, I was like, tag me in, boss. <laughs> tag me the fuck in. All right, so to further our discussion, I want to give y'all the definition of a fuck boy. Um, a fuck boy is a guy um, that does not respect women but relies on them heavily. He is distant, distant and doesn't care about the other people's time and won't commit. He is so absorbed, does stupid things, and fucks with other people's emotions. Now, we have heard like some fucking <laughs> horror stories. So what I want us to do is kind of go over a couple of fuckboy methods that I got from um, XO Nicole, Nicole, also known as Nicole Bitchy. And we'll see if we can relate and we'll try to tell you what we think about that situation. So the first one is called cookie drawing. It's basically a term for cheating, but it's basically um, cookie drawing is all about dating two people at once so that you'll have one waiting on them in the wings in case the other partner doesn't work out. This doesn't really apply to a serious relationship, but it's more of a casual dating feel. What's wrong with it? At least nothing on the surface. Where it gets tricky is when you've been dating a guy for a couple of months and you think you're heading into something serious. Then some girls implies that he and her spend quite a bit of time on a non-platonic level and on her IG page. When you were out here thinking that things were heading towards exclusivity, he was out here giving more women the same impression. Cookie jarring folks do not put all eggs in one basket mentality. That's fine. It's so as long as you know where they're coming from. Unfortunately, when someone is cookie jarring you, you usually don't know. Have you ever been cookie jarred? So, I told y'all a couple episodes back about my worst Valentine's Day, right? 
Well, <laughs> that person, I believe, cookie jars all the time. He and I are still good friends, but I feel like he just doesn't want to commit. Yeah. So he always has somebody like on the back yeah. burner. That's how I was I just feel like that be them niggas who one hate being alone. That's one. Mm-hmm. And then they don't, they got a commitment issue and they can never take anything serious. So mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been cookie jarred for the simple fact that here's one thing I want to say about this. When you first meet a person, that is the rawest form that they were ever being. That and when they're mad. Yep. But you can't wait for them to get mad to see who they truly are and what they're going to say to you or do to you. What you do is you listen. Don't always be the person in relationships that try to get out like, I like this, I like that, I like this, I do this, I do this, I do that. Because once you give up all of that information, mm-hmm. a person is able to tailor themselves to meet your needs, even if it's for a temporary period enough to get be able to fuck you. Or be able to get money out of you. Or whatever. People, fuck niggas, go for blood. They can literally smell the insecurity Mm -hmm. on you. Especially when you sitting there talking. You Mm -hmm. giving them the whole fucking playbook on how to play you off the rip. Because you want to do so much talking. Because you feel like you get to know a person. Be quiet sometimes. Let them niggas talk. And you will know where they coming from. When they tell you certain shit about them cheating. Write that down in your notebook. When they say fucked up shit about how they scan a homie, this this they friend that they didn't play, write that shit down. When they tell you they got a toxic relationship with mm-hmm. their mother or their father, note that shit in your head too. Because those are potentially mm-hmm. issues that could take that can affect your relationship and your future with this particular person. So don't always be that person to jump out there and be like, oh, let me tell you this. Um, I don't think I get cookie draw because I just one on me fucking with these niggas. But Two, I think you could tell based mm-hmm. off the agent. You kind of got, got to just watch. And if somebody's really into you, you know when they into you. So I and say. And also listen, like, because men, men are very simple. And I hate to be like, because this is not going to be like a male bashing session. I mean, if it turns into that, oh, well. This ain't, no, no, but, no. This um, is a fuckboy bashing session. If you're not a fuckboy, yeah. just don't apply to you. Yeah, you know. But, you know, hit dog who will holler. <laughs> but, um. But one thing that I will say, any guy, like, fuckboys are stupid. So they tell you every fucking thing, okay? They tell you everything. You don't even, you just, just listen. Like Shatar said, if you just be quiet and listen, they'll tell you everything you need to know. And that's what people in general, all you got to do is fucking listen. Literally, mm-hmm. be patient enough and calm enough to listen. Sometimes, majority of the time, silence is fucking gold. Because that same person I just told y'all about, I know that he doesn't want to be in a relationship. Why? Because I've heard him say that he doesn't. Yep. And I, I listen to him. I've, I've never tried to change his mind. I've never said, well, you should be in one. Like, be with me. No. That man said he don't want to be in a relationship. So when he pops up with a girlfriend a couple weeks later, he just didn't want to be in one with me. Exactly. So, exactly. And sometimes people don't get it. Sometimes these motherfuckers just not for you. Don't take that shit mm-hmm. to heart. Like I know some people get real bent out of shape when it's like, well, what she have over me? Whatever she has, she could put yeah. up with this nigga. And you dodge the bullet. So keep it the fuck moving. That bitch broke a mirror some years ago. Be glad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck happened. That's her comment, her punishment from Jesus. She did something. Right. I'm joking. Right. Okay, so next up is prowling. Prowling is dating 
is the dating form of playing cat and mouse. Initially, things are all good. You know for a fact that this guy is into you because he texts you good morning, calls you at night, and plans dates fairly regularly. He is consistent long enough that you start to let your guard down and relax in the relationship. Oh, but when you exhale, he gets goes. <laughs> it's not funny, mm. but it's that that doesn't already suck. What matters the most is what makes the matter so worse is that they're right. The shock, then the anger, then the expectation of hearing from him again. Go. <clears throat> he has the nerve to pop up just so he can start the cycle all over again. Hold on, let me stroll. Let me stroll oh, down. I'm not sure what a man gets out of being called a prowler other than than getting off knowing that he can leave and come back at any time when the woman lets him. So I got my answer. Didn't I? My bad. Next nigga. So I think I might be a prowler. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, you know what? I'm going to keep it 100. Coach and Old Faithful are prowlers to me. However, I know that they're into me, but I don't take them seriously. So it's like, do you think you're not you don't take them serious because you feel like they're prowlers? Like if they show like more consistency, because at one time both of them were consistent. No, because to Wait, me, with Old Faithful, like Coach every was, time, yeah, Coach was, but to me, every time Old Faithful like try, he'll fall off. So I just never paid mm-hmm. him any attention like that. Like, seriously, because Old Faithful is definitely a prowler. So, <laughs> I don't think... I, I, but I knew that just based off of how he was, you know? So he didn't really, like, bother me. I could tell, like, he wasn't... This be my problem with people. This is another reason I know why people are prowlers. I listen to them, and those two want me because I look amazing on paper. They don't know anything necessarily in depth or personal about me, but I look amazing on paper to them. So they feel like we would be amazing together. So they that ain't the weirdest shit ever. Bruh, like, I do it all the time. It is so like, I literally be like, you don't even know me to like me. And people be like, yes, I do. I know enough. I like you. I love you. Let's be married. And I'd be like, nah, bruh. Bro, no, that only happened like before RJ. Now niggas be like, "Oh, uh, hey, I don't need you to be a daddy. I need you here for a good time, not a long time." My nigga, he got one. So <laughs> savage life. Do you yeah. have any prowlers? Um, I got accused of being a prowler by my old faithful after that um drunken night that phone call I made. And I was like, you just pop up randomly, like trying to be with me. I was like, hold on, buddy. I had a weak moment. Like, I don't want to be with anybody. <laughs> That's not what you said. I was I like, was drunk. Like, did yeah, I know? I was drunk. <laughs> right. Like, I was feeling great. And just leave it at that. Like, I think the prowler part of me is just like, I get bored. And I just oh, be nigga, like, yes. what are you doing? You know, like, and just to let mm-hmm. a bitch know I still got it. Like, it's bad that I do that. <laughs> I know. I, I recognize hope. my faults. So, <laughs> I know. This really would be happy. Be like, I ain't had shit to do. And uh, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Right. Literally. You'd be like, you talk to who? Like, I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm 
Because when you mentioned Coach the other day, I was like, that man is really, no, really stupid. No, Coach reached out like... to me. Coach be listening. Hey, Coach. Love you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> coach reached out to me. I don't know what Coach got going on. Coach come as a new breed every time. So we'll see. It's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Next <laughs> is e-maintaining. You ain't shit, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this motherfucker is a glutton for punishment. He just love getting his oh motherfucking feelings hurt. Coach, don't listen to her. She ain't. Don't let her come between us. <laughs> I'm cutting this part out the show. <laughs> <laughs> so e-maintaining. Out of all the day terms that I've shared with you, this one is probably what most of, be, of us become the victim or victimize each other's with. Whether you realize it or not, case in point, have you ever gone on a date with a guy, things went really well, and a few days later, he mentioned wanting to hang out with you, only he didn't do it on the phone. He did it either by hitting you up in your inbox or DMing you. Oh my God, that's true. Hold on. Let me scroll down. He was polite and engaged, um, engaging, but the plans he brought up were super vague and he never followed through. He didn't only do this one time, though. Over the course of several weeks, you've received similar messages. Ladies, I'm presenting you. <laughs> E-maintaining is when someone is on the fence about actually going out again, but says something along the line like we should catch a movie or something, just so they could stay on your radar. Shaking my head. Has this ever happened to you? You know what? Yeah, it has. Um and I just keep it going. Like I I currently have somebody in my wheelhouse that um he's he does that. And I like and the and the thing is right now dating for me is kind of like it's not hard, but it's funny to me because it's like I'm not really emotionally invested yeah. in anybody. So when they pull these things, it's just like, meh, you know, and that's that's this situation now. Like the person, he's not, he's kind of boring, actually. We hung out once and he was super <laughs> fucking boring. And I thought maybe he was just uncomfortable, but I was like, when I ran it past my cousin, he was like, nigga, that nigga just boring. I'm like, okay, well, why didn't you say that? And he was like, Cause I mean, he a good look. I'm like, no, he's a boring look. Like he's not fun. So <laughs> my cousin's a male gold digger. So yeah. So that's why I just can't really take dating advice from him. But somehow I'm always. Yeah, I was like, yeah. You'd be like, I called. I'd be like, oh my god, why? Why did you call that first? At all people, why? <laughs> um, I don't think. I don't e-maintain people, but this is a funny thing. People try to do it to me that I don't want to hang out with or that I've never had hung out. That's I was just, as you were saying oh, that, yeah. I was thinking about that DM. And it's just like, people do this to me and I don't like them or like never been out on a date with them. And they constantly like make up in heads that we should hang out or they want to come to the city where I am and try to, get up and we should do all of these like like romantic things and I was just never thinking romantically that. involved so people just be having like this idea in their head thinking that we something that we not I don't feel like I leave people alone but I just don't know where to get this shit from like it's so it's so funny because although um Shatara I'm gonna regret saying this 
Shatara comes off nicer than I do. Thank you. That's the- Look at God. <laughs> at God. <laughs> Come on. Shane the devil tell the truth. Come on. She comes off as being nicer than me. She smiles on her picture. She, you know, always, you know, being a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a child of God. Thank you very much. And yeah, or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's not go overboard here. Um, <laughs> we want them to trust us and donate to the Patreon. We don't want to lie to these good people, okay? So I feel like kind of what we were talking about with you like giving information i feel like people be trying you and then they immediately get shut down and then they be like oh uh well uh yeah nigga like (laughs) what you thought this was no so old faithful said that he feels that um it's because i'm genuine and yeah that's what he said like this the thing so that's why he be on top of your nerves okay (laughs) Well, he feels like that's why these niggas be on top of my nerves. You know what I mean? Oh, they will talk about everything. So he was like, it's because you're genuine. So Mm -hmm. I am like a person, and Jill will tell you, as a friend, as a human being, I'll be in the dark with you. Like, I'll talk to you, like, out of those things. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm never like the person when you be like, oh, they got a lot going on. I ain't fucking with them no more. You know, like, if you tell me something, I'll follow Mm -hmm. up and be like, hey, I'll just check it on you, how your mama doing, shit like that. So... I mm-hmm. guess the average human being is not like that. So that kind of makes people get a feelings for me when that's not my intention. It's legit just being like, hey, you good. Like, life is hard. Are you okay? You know? And motherfuckers be like, mm-hmm. maybe we can be together and be made. And it's like, no, we cannot. You're enough for me. So that's how old faithful yeah. explained it to me. Because I got really mad one day. And he was like, nigga, you, it's you. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, I've been working on trying not to be as yeah. genuine to people. But now, for the record, that one situation with that one guy, that other, that older situation that you yeah. had, um, you weren't like, yeah, I didn't do <laughs> I anything don't feel like for him. You, that motherfucker, yeah, came like woodwork on my ass. Like this, this is yeah. sad part. Yeah, okay. So let me break this story down real quick. This was a situation to where I don't think I told this before, but basically. I relocated and I left another job. Well, this guy comes out and is like expressing like his feelings for me. And the problem is I hung out with him and his ex-girlfriend before and I'm actually really close or really cool with his ex-girlfriend. And he just like, so here's the thing. They didn't tell everybody that they were in a relationship. So it was like a secret relationship. But then all of a sudden he comes um, to me and I'm like, hey, didn't you date so-and-so? So finally he admits it and he just like pass over it and go right into like us possibly dating. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, but fuck yeah, her though. Exactly. And it was just like, I've hung out with them. I've been places with them, been a party and bars and shit together. And it was just so weird to me because I still talk to her way more than I talk to him. And he just had like this whole, like we can get married, you know, like he had a rental property set up for me with money. I was mm-hmm. going to spend while I sat in the house, I guess have his babies or something. Like he had this whole thing in his mind of what he thought I wanted. And I, I swear to God, I've never even said that he even had a chance to take me out to eat. And it was just like, 
whoa, this shit is weird. So yeah. I had to send you those screenshots and be like, is it me? Am I tripping? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So I don't know. That was like a sneak attack where I thought somebody was my friend. I do get sneak attack, though, where I be thinking people my friend and they really be like, no, let's go together. So, yeah. I do that, unfortunately. So <laughs> next up is a pocketing. Um, her description is, back in the day, R&B singer Stephanie Mills used to sing a song with a chorus that said, I can't just go on being your secret lady, mystery baby, you're the one I want. <laughs> it's talking about an affair when you're caught up in pocketing. <laughs> it almost feels like you must somehow... Um, you must somehow be the other woman. That's because the person who's trying to pocket you is all about spending time and getting it on. The problem is they prefer that no one on the planet knows about the two of you. Every month in the relationship, you haven't met a friend, a family member, or even a coworker if you can, if they can avoid it. In fact, they can get away with keeping you off the social media and they'll do that. If you have been an undercover lover, do you? But if you want to be in a wait, if do you okay, I get it. I'm like, what do you? Um, but if you want to be in a real relationship, pocketing <laughs> is not the way to go. Um, I'll be pocketing these niggas, so I I don't know how what I can say about this. <laughs> I feel like I did pocket the last person I was with. It really it was more like because of the timing. It wasn't because like. I just was in a space where I was like, I'm never telling anybody about my mate again. <laughs> like, I'm still on Would you that let them meet, like, your family and your friends? Yeah, but that was because we were, we were cool. And like I told y'all, like, we probably should have just stayed friends. But he, he was just a cool a friend, you know? But it's like, the next person, I can't guarantee, like, that I'll even do that, you know? Okay, so let me tell y'all how much of a fuck nigga I am. I hate to admit this, <laughs> but... Um, Look at gun. <laughs> I, I don't need any backup. Thanks. <laughs> um, y'all, please don't treat me bad. I have pocketed every nigga I have ever dated. <laughs> there has never been a nigga that has met my brothers or my mother and father. None of them besides my high school sweetheart but he met him because he lived around the corner and he knew them oh, but, yeah, and even yeah. then he never met my daddy and Shay never recognized him Shay used to be like your friend brought you some money but <laughs> no nope I live with a guy and he's never met my family <laughs> nigga I hate to admit this but I ain't shit so I feel like when women do stuff it be like for a reason yeah, thanks, friend. Shit, it be, it's because it was for a reason. I don't know the reason right now. But. You was that? You was trying to protect him, bro. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Have my back, my nigga. Thank you. I don't want to talk about this anymore because he's on Next up, he's <laughs> scrooging. This is what cracks me up mostly because I know grown men, and yes, I'm yelling at who continue to pull this stunt. Okay, we remember Christmas Carol and how ridiculous Ebenezer Scrooge was. All that money and resources until ghosts visit him in his sleep, he kept it all to himself. With that as your clue, can you guess what Scrooge is? It's when a dating situation is all good, but until Valentine's Day, Christmas, or your birthday rolls around, then all of a sudden dudes need space. <laughs> Rather than chalking it up for being oh cheap or broke, 
I'd prefer him to go with being uber selfish. A guy without a lot of money who still wants to keep you in their life, figure out something. On the other hand, a guy who is willing to enter a relationship just because he doesn't want to give you to give or get you anything probably doesn't have long-term benefits. <laughs> Valentine's Day is steady approaching. Pay attention <laughs> to a guy if he scrooges or not. <laughs> so <laughs> I ran into these. I ran into I know like a really okay. So my last situation, because fuck this nigga. Tried to give me a fucking um so for his birthday, I made like a man basket, remember Jim? And I had like mm-hmm. a fucking, what was it? Like the $250 bottle of Remy. I had like all of this little stuff where he told me what he liked. And I kind of, like some of the stuff was like a joke, like gag gifts, but it was like a cute little man basket. Yeah, this motherfucker bought me a subscription for two years to this magazine called Bottom Line Magazine. And I was pissed. Then was talking about how he don't he give people stuff on a regular and he don't celebrate Christmas and he don't celebrate birthdays and Valentine's Day because he feels like that should be a daily thing. Bye, Brokey. He's no, he's no <laughs> That's what the fuck that sound like to me. <laughs> he's no longer around. So I I understand it's too well. Too fucking well. Has this ever happened to you, bro? Man, I think I wish you man, please. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm ready to fight just thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> you finna have me call some motherfuckers like, don't you fucking, matter of fact, I need to call somebody. They were supposed to bring my Christmas, I mean Christmas, <laughs> see? <laughs> I was supposed to bring my birthday gift over here. Um, no, no, I like, I like presents. Like I tell niggas, like, are you cheap? Will you be cheap with me? Yes. You cheap with yourself? Like, and it ain't even like going back to our other show. Cause we, you know, we out here now, but like, I, I don't particularly, I'll buy people gifts too. Like the, for me, the holiday isn't just for women or for men. Like, yeah, yeah, if it's your birthday, that's one thing, but that's not no shit like that. I'm trying to steal, you know, if, you know, I, I, I fucks if I fucks with you, I fucks with you. It don't matter, you know. I'll do. I didn't send me when me and RJ's dad were together. Like he never really got a good birthday, and I sent that nigga to like the Christmas Day game. It was like he was really excited about it. But what was it? The Christmas Day game for uh, who was it? The, I think the Cavaliers. Cavaliers right? and yeah, the Cavaliers and like Golden State. It was like a big deal. That wasn't shit to me. Like, at the time, he was the person I was with. He was doing everything I needed him to do. Right. Or, you know, close enough. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> you know, but it's just like, that That was my man. And that's what he wanted for his birthday. So, that's what he got. He wanted me to go with him. I was like, please take your friend. I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, it's Cleveland in the wintertime. No, that's not a vacation. So... Right. He was sending me sidebar. He was sending me like snaps of like the people in the club. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, why would you subject me to that shit? Like, it was the worst. Like that's to me a vacation is like on a beach. That was. <laughs> He's like, this is enough for me. Mm-hmm. But but I digress. Like, 
that wasn't, you know, that was something. And I felt like I was being selfless because I'm like, again, I didn't want to go. It'd be different if I was on some like, this your birthday gift. But and you got to watch out for that, too. Like, I've known I've known guys that have gotten me things, but it was like to benefit them. Right. You know, like, nigga, this ain't no gift for me. Like, this ain't nothing that I even like. I don't for a while. I didn't like flowers because I have I have really bad allergies. So like when men would give me flowers, I'm like, nigga, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> like <laughs> this is a version of snap. <laughs> right. You know, so it's just I'm one of those girls that, yeah, you would think, oh, it's the thought that counts. No, because pay attention to the things I like and you'll know what I want. Like you just buy me some shit, just some generic shit that you think all women like. No. Cause I wouldn't do you like that. Next up is called kitten fishing. It says catfishing is when you pretend to be someone you're not. Kitten fishing is when you exaggerate about who you are. You might post a picture when you are 10 years younger or 20 pounds thinner. You might claim that you're on the staff of a mm. top media company when the truth is you did some contract work for them a couple of times a year, a couple of years ago. You get the gist of it. Kitten fishing is presenting yourself what you think is your best light, even though you know that you're not being totally forthcoming and honest. If you catch a kitten, a guy kitten fishing you, while I'm not saying it's not an automatic deal breaker, he is showing you he's not the most truthful person on the planet. Be careful. White lies are still lies. So, I have a story for y'all. So, I'm out. I'm kicking it. And, um... I meet this guy like through a friend. So the guy that I work with, um, I met his friend. So his friend kind of somewhat like knew how much we made and what we did um, because his friend worked with me. So his friend decides that he's going to tell me that he has this big like um, management company and all field. And he is like, the director of marketing and he gives me like this crazy job title and then tells me he's making 250000 and he got all this money right so I'm just listening to him and the position that he in he should be able to understand some of the words that I'm saying because we're in a similar field and he is getting completely confused completely confused so I'm like okay like maybe he's not maybe I'm tripping maybe the terminology is just different so then finally one day we like sitting down and I say something else about it. And he just has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. So finally I say to him, hey, what is your exact title at your job? So he gives me the exact title and it's like program support something, something, something. So I don't. Oh, I'm a floor manager. I manage the floor. No nigga, you mop. So I don't know if y'all know this, but you can Google job titles for companies and figure out how much they pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this nigga made $36,000 a year. And amp this shit up to the point to where he is legit like, he make all it is, he do this, he do that. So finally, I'm like, this Negro line. So see his car, he got an older car. I can't say that he don't have money because to me, Cars are the worst investment. So I can understand if you really understand money, you wouldn't Bruh. be buying like all the cars that they say you need. So I'm like, okay, I can mm-hmm. kind of see that. When I say, yeah, this motherfucker lived in the projects 
it had like this big story about how much money he made and this was some happened with his living space and that's why he temporarily living here and he didn't know the area he just had like stories for fucking days and i finally told him i was like you're a no for me because you're a liar like if you lie about shit like this like just say you broke like i didn't give a fuck how much money you made like you tried to put compare your money to mine and make yourself seem bigger than what you are not no one or not even thinking about the fact that this shit is google information or that this shit was actually going to fucking come out like you volunteered a lie like that's the worst those are the worst lies to yep. me yep just dropping them off just like here you go here you go putting the motherfuckers <laughs> on the platter so when motherfuckers feel you feel like they give you bullshit if it's google information google that nigga yeah like and that's the that's the one thing that like I don't understand about the internet. Like, why why do people feel the need to talk about how much they make? Or like, if you get a raise, cool. But why do you why do you feel like you have to tell the world your business? Like, are are they gonna pay your bills? Like, you know, if, if things go awry. Like, no. And then the thing is, it's like when pe- I feel like people tell you how much they make off the rip, I think it's tacky anyway. And it's just like, nobody mm-hmm. said that I didn't ask you. Like, if I asked you for money, you was like, bitch, I only make 36000 Not going to stand. But I didn't ask you how much you made. I didn't ask you for anything. I didn't ask you to pay no bills. But you already came out with it just because you wanted me to think that you were more than what you are. What that shows me is not only you're a liar, but you're also insecure. And I'm just not one of them women that's going to mm-hmm. try to build you up. I'm sorry. Like, you, you need to be there. If I got something to work with, then we can go from there. But I'm not going to just build you up from your lying-ass situation. No. Yeah, I mean, and then, too, like, that's not your job. Like, I feel like we're at an age now where too many people are dependent upon... Because, like you said, he, he essentially volunteered this information because of who he thought you were he didn't even get the chance to get to know you to know what your value system was stupid ass right. sorry so <laughs> Got mad again. the final um one is mindfulness i decided to save the best for last because it's really good to see that some people are growing weary of always swiping left and hooking up some people want to get back to the old-fashioned dating, taking things slow and falling in love, making lasting connections, being the moment, organic dating, romance, emotional intimacy before physical involvement. All these things are making a comeback this year, and I couldn't be more thrilled about it. In the midst of all this ridiculousness that comes with dating, don't be too jaded. Dating with a purpose is a trend this year. Good luck on your date. Now, here's the thing. I think with this one... <laughs> what scares me about it and Jill will tell you I had I told y'all this story before about the guy who was like we gonna be together or no I think taking things slow is like a for real for real thing I'm at the point to where I used to be like okay with jumping in relationships Mm -hmm. but now I just kind of want you to be my friend first like be my friend let's talk about crazy random shit and Mm -hmm. then we'll see how much we have in common based off of that and then hopefully we can build some type of love affair on top of that but that whole like Dating with the purpose is good, but don't try to make everybody be your dating with the purpose just because you don't want to be alone. Like legit sit and Mm -hmm. determine if this person is a friend or if this person is a lover. Don't always just jump in the shit and just be like, oh, I'm dating with a purpose. Now I want to be with this nigga right now. 
So take your time and figure it out and avoid all of these fuckboys that we mentioned before. So that's the end of the article. Um, that was seven dating terms from xonicole.com. So check that out. She got a, a whole bunch of good, funny articles on there um, when it comes to dating. Next up, I saw this online and I thought this was really funny. This is a couple of lists. Um, it's a list of 13 of how men curve you and how men show you that he don't like you. Because part of my problem is I hate when girls try to force situations and this nigga is giving you all the signs that he not fucking with you. So the first one is I just need some space. Have you heard that before? <laughs> I think I've said it before. <laughs> the next one is I don't deserve you. This is one. Oh my God. I used to get this when I was younger mm-hmm. and I remember I tried to be like, yes, you do. I'll always should be together. Never again. Mm-hmm. When I'm to you, they don't deserve you. Yep. Beat it. Scram, run, run it. Like son, it should fucking hit y'all and take off. Like go. Right. Get your, get your golden the coins. One, <laughs> <laughs> the next one is I'm busy with work. People make time for what they want to make time for. So he, he ain't into you, sis. Um, the next one is I'm not ready for a relationship and then gets into a and gets into a relationship the next day. Hey, hey, hey. He just guys. don't want you. Hey guys. This sounds like uh, my text message threads. Um <laughs> let, let's cut this out. <laughs> What'd you tell us earlier? Hit dog with holler? Right. Yeah, <laughs> this is a pretty intense. Um I just been hurt too much by girls. When a nigga tell you that, move on. Because he's not over his past situation and he's going to constantly bring up that crazy shit that happened in the past relationship and you're going to be constantly trying to build a person trust. And now you can be you or be free to enjoy a relationship all because you're trying to make this person feel comfortable. Let that nigga go. If he ain't figured out why he should cheat on his ass, that ain't up to you. Right. Next, um, I don't post online because I don't want people all in our business. All right. All right. All right. See, I told all you. All right. That's this is getting real. I still personal. love I love all my hoes, but I just I'm not gonna put y'all on the internet. Um still texts their ex and says that we're just good friends. Majority of the time they're still fucking her ex. So leave that nigga alone. Um, number nine, we ain't gotta go out, I'll come over. First off, he a cheap ass nigga or he just trying to constantly fuck you. Make these niggas take you out. Like you So I have to and I told y'all this. I tell guys. That's the easiest way to get robbed. Quit letting it, quit going over these women houses. Please. Or be the bitch just start robbing them. So they'll stop doing it. Oh. <laughs> Solve that problem. Get a ski mask. <laughs> I, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Next is we don't need titles. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe that's one of my fuck words. Okay. Well, no, yeah, what? y'all can get titles. Who wrote this? This is kind of offensive now that I think. Yeah. Um, marriage is just a piece of paper. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Heard that? Yeah, yeah. These things do, and I kind of say that too. Um, my relative died, so I need some space. This, like, I remember a girl telling me this. Like, this is in one of our questions, and he pushed her away, and she was trying so hard to like console him, and he didn't want it. So if he don't want it, don't give it to him. Like save, like value yeah. yourself and save that shit for somebody who want it or who's invested in you. If he want to be sad, let that motherfucker be bad, but sad by itself. You tried to bring him up. You tried to help him out. He said he's sad. Let that motherfucker have his space. Um, yeah. 13. You can't put, you can't make nobody be okay. Like 
Um, 13th is my favorite is I'm good, love, and joy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Rip from the headlines. <laughs> so overall, I just want to give y'all five things to help y'all with avoiding the fuck boy and kind of like this fuck boy repellent and hopefully make only real niggas approach you. And one of the main things I drive home is confidence because like I told y'all before, a nigga mm-hmm. can smell, a fuckboy can smell an insecurity from a fucking mile away. So as long as you're confident and you understand yourself and you know what you don't like about yourself or what you're doing to fix it and work on it, you will be okay. But when you're not sure about yourself, don't date until you figure it out because these niggas will take your, um, will use your, um, use that as their advantage and take advantage of you. So watch it. Um, next up, don't always um, use sex because I think what women don't get is sometimes when you share your body early and often, you create um, a physical relationship that not only are you addicted to, but they get addicted to. And you don't be able to see like the writing on the wall or the warning signs when you shouldn't be fucking with this nigga or that this nigga only mm-hmm. want to fuck you and that you don't mean much to him. So never use sex to equate your worth. Um, next up, don't play the games with them. Like, don't go back and forth with the Instagram. If you see some shit on Instagram, just peep it, note it. You don't have to post the memes. You don't have to do that bullshit with them. Love them and leave them alone. Keep it moving. He showed you mm-hmm. who he was. Believe it. Yeah, pay attention, man. Because the signs be there. So, after, yeah. Another one is being self-aware and expressive. When you know exactly what you want, you should be able to express that. And you can see based off their body language and the shit that they say and even their actions, whether or not they're the person for you. So if you tell them you want to be in a committed relationship and you want a person that takes you out, but he constantly asking you to Netflix and chill, he is not the nigga for you. Me and my sister discussed it today. Even a broke nigga can come up with some dates. And I laughed because I had a nigga who took me to the free ass art museum, um, St. Louis Art Museum, and bought us Subway sandwiches and we sat on Art Hill and kicked it. Like, Niggas mm-hmm. will make a way if they really, really want to be with you. Five dollar um, foot long wins every time. <laughs> and then next, um, a woman who has her own. Because men won't be able to prey on you based off a financial basis thinking that you need them. Because obviously, like Jill told you before, that's what these niggas be on. They be trying to fuck with you and be like, hey, if she need this and I get her that, then hopefully she'll let me slide. And that's not right. cool. So when they know that that's not the reason that they're for, and that is just a genuine interest in what you want to be with them or be a boyfriend or whatever the case may be, then less hopefully they're less likely um, to come with some fuck shit and more likely to be they self so you can see what they really fucking offer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. So anything left on the topic, Jill? Any follow up? Nope. I just I just want y'all to really really I want to drive home the confidence and. You know, just get the get them niggas up off you. Like I told y'all, I had a situation, and you just you have to get them off of you because it'll just bother you and it'll linger and it'll start. Like it didn't get that to that point for me, but I know yep. I've been there. You'll get stressed out thinking about these niggas and what they bring to the table, what they don't bring. So, 
And I like that Jill say, get them up off of you because it is your right to leave. Like, you can't wait for this nigga to let you go. If you want to be happy, your happiness is determined by you. So you got to mm -hmm. separate yourself from that toxic ass situation and move on and seek your own happiness because miserable people love fucking company. If they could keep you in a cycle of bullshit, you're going to stay in it. And lessons are repeated yeah. until they're learned. So therefore, you need to step yourself out of the situation, figure out what you were supposed to get from it, what the university guy was presenting to you. Take that information and move on to something more healthy or another lesson that you could figure out. Don't let these motherfuckers keep it in their cycle because they will. Yep. Okay, so next up is my class in the session. It says, Andrea Chama can give you a high tolerance of emotional pain. Just because you can take it doesn't mean you have to. Eliminate the toxic people. That's the word. So, y'all, we got a question of the week, which is a rough one, but we'll try to figure it out. Um, if you have any more questions for us, make sure you email us at axabadchickmisfit at gmail.com or you can also DM us on the IG um, badchickmisfit podcast. So, question of the week is from Brittany mm -hmm. from Detroit. The title, I mean, well, the subject line said, help Shaco and the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brittany says, the sex pot the sex podcast last week really made me want to open up to you guys and really have me thinking. I'm 24 and have been in a relationship for the last six years. I love my bae, but after four years into the relationship, he started saying he wanted to experience more sexually. By that, he meant a threesome. I have never been with girls before and never thought about it. However, he really wanted this and I felt that it was something that we could try before we get married and he can get it out of his system because we're young. All of our other couple friends are married, are getting married. So I think it's time that we jump the broom. So we had to do this now to get past this. Well, after the first threesome, he waited three months and wanted another one. I thought one, I thought that one was a one-time thing. He even joked about doing them monthly. I don't want to do them and I really don't like them, but I love him. What should I do? And how do I tell him I don't want to do it anymore? Do you think threesomes will ruin our relationship? I don't think it will. I think it already has. Um, especially if you've already, if you said that you don't want to do them and you don't even feel comfortable telling him because you should be able, and I'm not a relationship guru. I mean, I'm not even close to marriage, but, um, I feel like you should be able to talk to your yep. partner. Like if this, if this is like something that you're not comfortable with, you should be able to, Hey dog, I don't want to do this no more. I thought this was a one-time thing. Just the, and I I tell people this often. The way that you just wrote that down, you can write that to him, and I don't see anything wrong with it. Nothing that you just said was rude or disrespectful. None of that. So I feel like if you, if you felt more comfortable writing it to us in letter form, maybe you should present it to him that way. So I'll say this. Um... Jill will tell you, I don't think people should get married before or be take a person serious before the age 26, 27. That's just my personal belief because you're still developing who you are. Mm -hmm. And if you say you're 24 and y'all been together six years, I mean, y'all been together since 18. So y'all haven't even hit the cusp oh, yeah. of like real growth and maturity. Um, it's funny because I've heard people say like, I'm a wife because I carry myself as a wife. I'm not saying that you don't carry yourself as a wife. But, and, and not in a derogatory term, I'm saying this because I feel like as a wife, you would have to be a strong communicator 
and like Jill said, you're feeling that communicating right now. Um, you also should be able to state what you will and will not do. But you also, to me, based off your mm-hmm. email, you were very coached. And sometimes you do things to compromise with your partner, but you do things like as far as compromise goes was um, buying the more expensive car or spending money on a trip instead of saving it. Like those are the type of compromise that you, you make. But the fact that you didn't want to do it in the first place, I felt like you were coached and that's not cool because if you can be coached for this, it's kind of like he will continue to take advantage of the situation. Not to mention, like you said, everybody else is jumping the room around you. Don't ever compare your relationship or your situation to everybody else because it's all about your lifeline. Not anybody else's or nobody else's timeline either. So mm-hmm. I think that y'all have a lot of growing to do, um, period. I'm not saying that y'all need to break up, but if this is something that you don't want to do, it's obviously ruining the relationship. But the fact of the matter is that he constantly wants to Mm -hmm. do them. To me, I think he wants to be single. And he probably from 18 to 24, which is normally your fuckboy years, he didn't get time to express them. So I'm not saying he doesn't care about you, but y'all such a young love that is hard for me to say that it's true love, you know? And it's like he trying to keep holding on to you, possibly because of mm. the amount of time that y'all been together and the comfort level that y'all have with each other. But he want to be out here fucking bitches. And I think you should let him go out here and fuck bitches. And maybe after a couple of years, y'all both can figure it out and you develop more self-confidence and learn to speak up for yourself and carry yourself as a wife who's able to communicate your needs and your wants um, and deny things that don't suit you well or help with your own personal growth or the growth of the relationship. Then maybe y'all will meet up again. But and maybe he'll have some type of clarity about why he was so dead set on fucking other women while he's in a committed relationship. Because yeah. the thing is, what he ain't gonna do, you ain't gonna be able to fuck other niggas. I, girl, I literally want to write her back and be like, So, did you ask? I feel like you should be able to ask him, Can you bring a nigga in the room? Then? Yeah, like see if he likes you being wanting to be gangbang. Like, he wouldn't be able to handle that. That's my problem, like, with the whole threesome thing. If you are into girls and you able to tell your spouse, like, I want to get another girl or I want to bring this person over here, that's fine. But I don't think a threesome should just, if you're going to go for a threesome, it should be a girl or a guy. Yeah. You know, like, stop with the stigma of shit being gay and you worrying about another man. But if you if you have the balls to ask me that, I should be able to ask you for that in return. And I feel like a lot of men can't handle it. Oh, they hate it. Every time, Y'all know I ain't got no sense. Anytime a nigga ever asks me for a threesome, I be like, oh, we we bring it, we fucking everybody? Oh, shit, I got a list of niggas that I've been wanting to fuck outside of you. Can I call them? Exactly. And niggas don't like that. So. Yeah. Because it's one thing if you bring it up and you decide and you pick the girl or whatever the case. But this be my problem because it's like, women do so much to keep a man that's, that shouldn't be kept. And it's just like, to me, before you hurt me, you should let me go. So why not break up with me? Go be on your fuck shit mm-hmm. and then maybe we can meet up again. So, Because literally he's on some fuck shit. Like, yeah. 
And it's it's going to be a waste of your time because, and granted, he'll definitely try to be on some shit like, well, I'm not cheating on you. I, I'm trying to include you. No, nigga, you're, you're forcing me to be okay with some shit that you're doing that you probably going to do. And the thing is, a lot of times I hear from people that have had threesomes, it end up messing up the relationship because the other person like continues cheating with and the person girl, they had the threesome with. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, so what happens if yeah. you say you don't want to do it and now he start fucking other people having threesomes up with other bitches? Then what? Like, I just, yeah. I don't, I think it should be your idea and what you want. And if that's what they want, that's not the person for you because you want to be in a monogamous relationship. So, Detroit, I hope that helped. I mean, I hate this is happening to you, but I hope that helped. Yeah. That question shocked the fuck out of me because I was like, okay. <laughs> but um, as always, thanks for me to submit your questions. Make sure you email us all your questions at askabadchickmisfit at gmail.com or email us at, I'm sorry, or send us a message on IG <laughs> at podcast. Um, We're the Closing Eyes Show. Make sure you go and sign up and subscribe to the Patreon. Remember, the Patreon is Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Jill has a video up right now where she is interviewing Makita. um, And Makita is showing Mm -hmm. y'all all all the sex toys. So, as always... You can play with the hand jives like me. Please don't. As always, (laughs) thanks for listening. Um, Make sure you rate, subscribe, share, and comment across our platforms. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, um, Stitcher, Player FM, and many more. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Chick Misfit Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bad Chick Misfit. (laughs) (laughs) Why you pause like that? At like you have to think about it. Because I'm like, it's not, I always have to remember to say it's not podcast at the end. Because right. I'm like, bad chick misfit podcast. <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still reporting that page, guys. So uh, don't, uh, don't follow. Still me. working on it. <laughs> yep. So, um, as always, thank you for listening. I am Shatar Shade. I am Jillville. Bye. Bye.